I'm Grace Eubank. And I'm Ryan Beck. We are married, and we think we might even love each other. So now, we're putting our marriage to the test with a podcast. We are answering all the questions that lead to love. This is Falling in Love with My Wife. Hi, Grace. Hey, Ryan. Episode 11, here we are. Here we are at the, the same old place. Yes, the table once again. Uh-huh. So this one's a big a big episode because it requires each of us to talk uninterrupted for four minutes apiece. Well, that won't be hard for you. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> today's question is take four minutes and tell... It's not a question at all. It says take four minutes and tell your partner your life story in as much detail as possible. Well... You ready for that? No. I didn't think so. Neither am I. I'm a little sleepy. You you Same. didn't sleep well because you slept in the birthday present <laughs> that I got you. Yeah. Do you want to explain what that was? Okay. So for my birthday, he gave me this. Um, it's essentially just an elastic sleeping bag that um, is supposed to like help you sleep better um, by like gently hugging you all night. <laughs> but instead, it just smothered me <laughs> yeah and i couldn't move i think it was gonna give you a blood clot if you didn't get it out of there yeah but i like it said on the website like you have to like give it a chance and like it'll help but we swear uh but i just didn't sleep well at all no it's kind of like those thunder jackets for dogs mm-hmm. for like anxious sleepers and you and your friend carla were like all about it and like isn't this thing crazy i want to try it out so i was like okay i'll, bu- I'll buy it for you for your birthday and uh, that was kind of a swing in the in a miss. I also got you an instant pot cookbook. Yeah, which was that might be a good idea. But now we got this air fryer, so the instant <sighs> pot's old news. I love the air fryer. So that was a swing in the miss. And then That's I got you this travel case for your computer, and you we have nowhere to go. So <laughs> not the greatest birthday. Also, let me just say this to anyone who is listening and maybe was part of this. Uh, wild miscalculation on my part to try to have a Zoom <laughs> birthday party. Uh, everybody was just staring at each other, and I was like, "Man, I really, I really uh, screwed this up." It's, <laughs> it's like a conference call. I shouldn't have done this. I mean, it was nice that every obviously it was nice that everybody came and did yeah. it and was like logged on to say hello. But then no one felt like they could leave and everyone was just locked in staring at each other well you just kept saying you can leave if you want and you had to just shut it down i know i couldn't figure out how to use google meet i was i was kind of having a panic i didn't know i had to let people into the meeting and then i didn't know how to end it and i was like trying to just move it along and i wanted everyone to feel like they got to say something to you if they wanted to in my head it was going to be everybody would log on and it would just be like a whirlwind of like, oh my gosh, who's going to log on next? Which it was. And it was exciting. But yeah. then they logged on and then they're like, what's going on here? And it's like, well, we're all staring at each other because most of these people don't know each other. Yeah. It was like four different social fam- family groups, et cetera. So yeah. people didn't quite know. Like they couldn't really join in the mm-hmm. conversation. I tried so hard to make your I quarantine know. birthday. It was very nice. No, yeah. it was very nice. You but did after a great the job. pancakes with a candle in it, like that was, I mean, it was pretty much just me really struggling. <laughs> the pancakes were so good. Though. Yeah, the pancakes were good. And I guess this is not typical, but I put butter in them. In the yeah, mix. I'd never heard of that. I just looked it up online. I don't know how to make pancakes. So yeah, I just like either. Googled that. I wasn't about to open a book. I know. I just logged on the internet and said, tell me yeah. now. Also, I've figured out that if any like online recipe has the words old fashioned in it, it means mm-hmm. that there's butter in it. Oh. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Is that like what Trisha Yearwood's stuff is? All, 
all of Trisha Yearwood stuff's old fashioned. Yeah. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> she gets like the fattiest, greatest recipes that yeah. there, there is. Big fan of her recipes. Big fan. Couldn't name Mrs. a single Garth song, Brooks. but. Oh, I have no idea what she sings. Yeah. I only know that she's Garth Brooks' wife because of that documentary on Netflix that was cracking me up. Oh, where he's really intense. He's so serious. I don't know if anybody's watched the Garth Brooks documentary, but he is. So, he talks with the same intensity about his songs as he does his child's birth, as he does meeting his wife, as he does growing up. And all of his takes are just so serious, right to the camera. He gets really close and he's just like, and that's, and that's when I knew. <laughs> That I was going to have a ham sandwich for lunch. <laughs> and then they'd play a Garth Brooks song. Yeah. It's wild. Weird. It's wild. You showed me like one clip of it and it was like maybe 20 seconds. I was like, all right, I've seen enough. This is. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. This is all I can do. So there you go. I had to, the Zoom party was uh, maybe a, a great miscalculation on my part. But also on your birthday, we went to Starbucks. Yeah. Do you want to? Yeah. You, you okay. kind of have a so, problem with this. Well, here's the thing. Uh, baby loves her freebies. And, mm-hmm. and there was a severe lack of them this year. There was a severe lack of them. So many companies where in which I am a loyal uh, birthday <laughs> patron, meaning they just give me something for free on my birthday, did not come through this year. Um, but I just got to say, Starbucks, they sent me a little email so that I could get a free drink. And I was like, oh, this is great. We could go today. It was like two days before. No, it's only available on your actual birthday. That's Which crazy. Is too it's just unjust. And meanwhile, <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts, they also do the same thing where they give you a free birthday drink. Guess when that one expires? Never. September. They are giving me until September. I get like three whole months to, to collect my winnings. Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's great. You love being a rewards member. I do. It's my favorite thing. Did DSW give you anything for your birthday? Yeah, I got $10, which I just spent on your Oh, these new shoes that I don't need. Yeah. Very cool. And then what else do you get? Alamo Draft House. They didn't do anything this year because they're a movie theater and they're closed. Exactly. The Um, makeup place. Sephora, yeah, it would be if I got... I could still get my freebie, but I have to order something and I don't want to spend money right now um, to get my freebie. Mm. Or you can go in store, but I'm not about to go in store. They can. Are makeup stores open? Probably not. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. That's tough. Yeah, it's it is tough. Thanks. It is tough. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, what else do I get? Um, oh, I get Rita's. Rita's water ice. Water ice. I've learned to call it water ice. Thank you. That's correct. Yeah, I mean, it's like a slushy or whatever. It's a very regional term for Italian ice, but it's mm-hmm. called water ice. You guys in Pennsylvania say weird things. Yeah, but it's water ice. So um, next time we go visit parents, I'll get... Um, Does that have a range or did you already miss it? Oh, I, uh, that's a great question. I should look. Mm-hmm. In which case, we might need to get in the car right after this. <laughs> and drive to Pennsylvania. And drive two hours so that I can get my like 250 water ice for free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The person who loves water ice the most in our family is the dog yeah although she she gets like the custard they give her a custard she looked at she peeked up when i yeah, said yeah she did she um no but they give a if you bring your dog they'll give you like a little cup with some vanilla custard and a little milk bone in top so grace are you ready for question 11 take four minutes and tell your partner your life story in as much detail as possible absolutely not i'm really nervous. should i set a timer and we should just speak 
Oh, maybe. Right? Would that be fun? Yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, this is not, I mean, I don't think Let's it's Let's take be a fun. quick break and then I will get a timer set up and we will get ready to do this. Can we like take notes and like have an open book? Of your own life? Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to screw this up, man. All right. We'll be right back. Okay. Okay. We are back. And after a little bit of deliberation, we figured that the best way to do this was maybe to put a little twist on it Mm -hmm. where I'm going to tell you your life story in four minutes and you can correct me as I go. Great. Because we've been married like we, you know, this is like obviously an experiment of a podcast to get to know each other better. And I think what's what's a better way than uh, to incorrectly recite (laughs) facts about you and be corrected. I think that's great. Because what else, what am I going to tell you? I'm going to say I was born in St. Louis right. and I have a family and I this and you know it's like yeah. you know this stuff yeah. and we've also covered this over a lot of this over the last ten episodes. Right. So this will be like a fun way to get into an argument later. Great. Let's try it. Okay. Um. So why don't you go first, Grace? And describe your life. And just, or do you want me to go first? No, I'll, I'll go first. Okay. Yeah. You go first. We're we'll doing put a timer. Four minutes on the clock, and you tell me. My life story. Oh, boy. Okay, I'm nervous. All right. Ready? Um, And here we go. Okay. Uh, So, you were born in St. Louis, Missouri. Correct. To Mark and Suzanne. Correct. And you had an older brother, Josh. Mm -hmm. Um, You shortly you had a you lived in a house and then you moved to a different house when you were a toddler um i don't know exactly how old uh and then you i was like two or three yeah you were a uh difficult child (laughs) um who cried a lot as a baby cried a lot and all the way through yeah and you um had a lot of existential struggles um (laughs) Yes. Would that be fair Very to say? Very emotional, um, yeah. troubled youth. But I don't know if I, you were troubled, but you... Uh, well, I was internally troubled. Yes. There you go. Um, but you were very smart and mm-hmm. you like to play sports. Love too. And you uh, like to play a lot and you were a little bit of a troublemaker. Mm-hmm. So... Um, As a smart ass. Yes. Your sister joined the family when you were... Le- you were 11 she was 11 and you were 10 mm-hmm. and josh was 12 mm-hmm. um and in middle school you still played sports you did join the um musical in high school mm-hmm. uh beauty and the beast and you had one line which was marie, marie the, the baguettes, baguettes. Hurry, up. <laughs> hurry up uh but you quit I didn't do the performance because I was on the rugby team and we made the playoffs. I'm. What's so weird is that I thought I was telling you Sorry. your life story. Sorry. Um, <laughs> well, you also forgot that I was in the gifted education program. You know, I thought that, but then I just said very smart. So, yeah, you were gifted. We get it. Um, but not because I was good at math, because I was funny. Yeah. And, <laughs> and that was the only reason. Yeah. They thought like, well, he's uh, hyperactive. And uh, well, I was also in the gifted program and I also was not good at math. I know. But all the other kids are so good at math and they would do these math problems. And I would just sit there and like be like, what if the house was blue? And, you know, <laughs> yeah. It was really chaotic. <laughs> so um, when you went to then you went to college yeah. You went to... Buzz through high school. I mean, I Nothing don't, important happened. I, I don't know a lot that happened in matter. high school. Nothing. Um, I got a car. 
you got a car you love listening to like the Almond brothers mm-hmm. <laughs> and a stuff lot of like that. 70s music yeah. yeah um we couldn't have had more different musical taste um and then you went to mizzou for college mm-hmm. hello lily and you were playing rugby there mm-hmm. and you uh your degree is in communications in english and you met lots of lifelong friends and you also started doing comedy for real and you worked at a comedy club there and did a show that still exists still exists um and that after your freshman year is when your parents moved uh, outside of kansas city so mm-hmm. that is what happened there <laughs> um during uh, it's probably over four minutes no it's not okay you have 35 seconds oh god okay so then you went to um you got in a car accident no i think first you d- interned at the daily show no i got in the car accident first you got in the car accident first and you got a uh a a nice sized insurance settlement, which allowed you to move to New York City to take an internship at The Daily Show. The exact amount that I needed to Yeah. Live. Um, and you lived with an old woman uh, mm-hmm. in the Lower East Side. Yeah, East Village. East Village, sorry. Her name was Hope. We became best friends. Yes. Ah, shoot. Ah, four minutes and you're done. Um, all of that was great. Can I just great. keep going? You can keep going. Okay. Um, and then I, uh, you were doing comedy a lot more. You moved, you went back to school for your senior year, moved back to New York and did all sorts of comedy. And, um, um, you met me. (laughs) I met you a few years later through a friend that I interned with. Yes. Through a friend you interned with and, uh, you worked at Comedy Central I've done that, yes. And um, we got married. We got married, And we yes. got a dog. Yes. So my adulthood, it was uh, prior to meeting you, there was, I moved to New York, I bounced around from Washington Heights, then I moved to Harlem, then I moved to uh, Brooklyn, when that was the time that I met you, mm-hmm. then I lived with Greg in Queens, and now I live in this house. Yeah. Um, those are my, the ways that I moved and stuff. But yes, I worked at... Um, ABC News and the Fat Black Pussycat. Mm-hmm. I'd work horrible swing shifts and I never slept when I was in my very early 20s. And then I uh, stopped working at Fat Black at the bar and I was doing the news the whole time. And then I moved to CBS Sports. And then uh, after that, I was like uh, trying to do college. I had a college agent. And then that person That's decided right. that they were like, I'm just going to move to North Carolina. And so I didn't have any more work <laughs> as a comedian at that point. And so then I went back to CBS and then I left that CBS again. All right. And then I was selling beer for a while. And then I went back to CBS, I think. And then I got the Comedy Central job. Yes. Yeah. I really skimmed over everything that I was around for. Kind um, of. Yeah. I mean, you know all that stuff. Yeah. So well, I was yeah. like more testing my knowledge of like other stuff. The but time limit threw me. The time limit is a little intimidating and I'm going to be completely lost when it's my turn. But basically like, yeah, I'm from the Midwest. I moved to New York to do comedy. I started doing comedy my very first time on stage. I was 17. I kind of thought of that because I was was in high school. Yeah, that was a notable high school thing. Yeah. I just walked really fast past them to uh, to, so I didn't have to show my ID or nobody asked me if I was 18 (laughs) to get to tell jokes. And then my New York stories kind of come full circle because my first job was at Fat Black mm-hmm. Pussycat and now the 
you know, that's part of the passing out selling, flyers, passing out flyers to the music because I just wanted to be around the comedy. And now uh, last year, passing of the comedy cellar was like a really nice little thing. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is good. I'm, I'm doing cool. the right thing. So, yeah, then we got Lily. Yep. All right. So now it's my turn. I'm uh, this is you're right. That's kind of freaking me out. It's it's really intimidating. All right. Four minutes on the clock. This is the story of Grace Eubank as told by me, Ryan Beck. Here we go. June 28, 1988. <laughs> after two days in labor, your mother finally gives birth. 16 hours, but yeah. 16 hours. Three shifts of the doctors. Yep. So the first doctor left, went home, had a sandwich, came back. And here we are. Grace finally enters the world. She is five years younger than her sister. And she's beloved by all in her family <laughs> because she is a miracle baby with a miracle smile. And she's just a little stinker. All the way through her uh, time as a, as a youth. You mm-hmm. are just, you, everyone wants to give you dolls and show you <laughs> around and you're just really funny and you're kind of the comedic relief to your family story. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're very funny and you're very smart and you grow up and you play sports. You don't like to be told that you can't do something. So you always try to um, find new ways to, uh, you know, push the boundaries, but also include you're very sensitive. You grow up very sensitive and uh, you learn good values from your parents. Um, yeah, I just want to add that I always wanted to be good at sports, but I wasn't. So, like, I did two years of baseball. I did, yeah. like, one you year. Up. You did two years. Yeah, and I did one year of, like, field hockey and, like, one year of track. But, like, I just, it's not. Yeah, you're cutting into my time. So, Oof. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought that no, I'm just I was allowed to you are. interject just like you did. You are. Um, and so then middle school happens. One thing that your parents um, really put emphasis on is uh, their appreciation for theater and the arts, which both you and your sister have, uh, you know, did uh, mm-hmm. growing up lots of plays and stuff. And your love of that really peaked in uh, middle school and high school. And that carried all the way to your college days at Pitt. You made a bunch of great friends. You were the prom queen in high school. Yeah. You um, had a, friends of every different kind of group. You were, you know, you were like kind of just, uh, uh, you got along with everybody. True. Universally adored for the most <laughs> part. Um, what else? You don't know how to drive. True. That's just a kind of a fun fact. I yeah. wouldn't say that's part of your story. Um, let's see. And then you get to college and you go to college for arts, uh, art history and mm-hmm. theater, mm-hmm. both degrees that are um, really, uh, you know, just as good as my English and communication degree. What about my minor? Oh, your minor, wasn't your minor art history? No, I had a double major, theater and art history, but What's then your I had minor? a minor. What's the minor? Film. <laughs> Film. Oh my gosh. It's amazing that we can pay rent. <laughs> So, yes. So you continued your love of the arts, which then led you to move to New York City because you have a famous quote as a child as a child that the outdoors is just trees and rocks, rocks and trees. Yeah, it's boring. It's not boring. Interested. And you're not interested. You don't like being outside. You like being inside, which is why I thought a elastic sleeping bag might be a good present. <laughs> but I was misguided. <laughs> so you moved to New York I City, like much to the dismay of your parents because they want you to be close because you are their baby and you are adored by all in the family. So you moved to New York. They didn't, of course, they want you to stay home but, and, and be around. But the light of grace must be shared with all. So you moved to New York to pursue a career in uh, theater and arts. And you interned at all these different theaters, Signature, um, Roundabout, mm-hmm. and 
Uh, am I missing something? Blue Man Group. Blue Man Group as well. We have a coffee mug from them. And then eventually you get this dream job at BAM, which you love. And that was a big deal because it's very hard to break into that uh, BAM as a new employee. And then you get this apartment and that goes through several cycles of roommates until finally uh, this boy that you met years prior moves <laughs> in and we get married and get a dog. Yep. Um, what other notable things am I missing? Um Oh gosh, you've taken several vacations. You have a wonderful. You have these are just qualities. You're really good at planning and scheduling things. Ah, oh, jeez. Oh wow, you did a lot better than me. Well, I just buzzed. I just buzzed through some stuff. I didn't like. You've never moved. I've never you've, moved. You, no, your dad built your house, and you guys. Oh, that's yeah, where yeah. you've lived. Yeah. Like you've taken lots of family trips. I didn't talk about any of that. Yeah, I didn't talk about yours either. Yeah, but you're very well traveled. You've been out of the country. I've been out of the country. I went to Scotland. I went to the Caribbean on a cruise once mm-hmm. and I went to Canada for an hour and a half <laughs> and I got a sandwich there. And that was, um, that was in high school, high nice. school. I went to the Caribbean and I went to Canada wow. for an hour and a half. Then I didn't leave the country for a long, long time until uh, it was comedy central. And then you became the one man tourism board for Scotland. It's so fun. I know I had such a good time and I would have gone back last. I was packed. I know and the coronavirus hit. I was packed and ready to go on our Puerto Rican honeymoon. And then I was supposed to land and then leave to go to Glasgow for the comedy festival. And yeah. I was packed for this trip and we, and the, freaking coronavirus shut us down nothing was sadder than you like being quarantined and you unpacking (laughs) from like both the beach vacation (laughs) and your like comedy yeah scotland Uh, that was a tough one it was really sad that was was really sad because you were just like taking out like shorts and sweaters yep it would have been a wild it would have been a wild couple weeks uh Uh, it was it was inside lockdown mm -hmm. So that's, I feel like we did a pretty decent job. Yeah, I think so. Are there any major qualms with where I, I started to go? No, I think you like hit a lot of the big ones. Oh, you know what? One thing that's crucial to your life story is all of the dogs that you've had. Oh yeah, I've had a lot of dogs. You've had a lot of dogs in your life and because um, your parents got it, like they had two at a time for like yeah. a while. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, also your sister's dog counts, Mr. Colby Jack. Yeah. And uh, uh, now Lily and, and Mara. Yeah. The dog. So, um, yeah, I had a bunch of cats. You had cats. Yeah. Cats. They were usually two at a time. But, uh, you know, I mean, childhood, like we covered last week, was like mostly like sports and fun and running around and just like, you know, we had a lot of crock pot meals in the house. My mom was the queen of the crock pot meal. Yeah. Well, my both my parents worked. Right. So it's like, what do you do? She's like trying to make dinner. And so it's like put stuff in the thing in the morning. It just simmers all day, and then we throw it into a bowl and eat it. It was great. <laughs> it sounds pretty good. Honestly, it is. I yeah. mean, it's like it's no instant pot, but why do you? Why does it need to be instant? If right, you know, you if got you do it in the morning, hours. exactly. It's like a leisure pot. It's a leisure pot. It's not an instant pot. Mm-hmm. It's a really relaxing stew. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I I feel like that was like pretty good. I think that was good too. Yeah, I like didn't cover all your friends. You didn't cover all my friends, but how? It's impossible. How are you going to do that? They all saw each other on the Zoom. Yeah. (laughs) Which hey, you skipped that? I was in. I know I brought it up during the other one. Oh, you were in the gifted program as well. I was also gifted. Right, you were also in the gifted program. Thank you very much. Yes, you never played video games, but you did play one video game. Was it called Mist? Yeah, that was. I played computer games. Computer games. Didn't really play video games, but I played a lot of computer games. A lot. 
You grew up in a Mac household with dogs, and I grew up in a PC household with cats. Yeah. So how do we make it work? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Let's see. What other facts do I not know hmm. about you? Mm, oh, what was your favorite movie growing up? Newsies. Newsies. Well, I had a bunch. I would say Newsies, uh, Armageddon. <laughs> and <laughs> it couldn't be more Lord different. and Lord of the Rings probably. Okay. And then there's also like Back to the Future and Star Wars, where mm-hmm. I think were my other big ones. Classic. Casper was a big one. Casper, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a really like we've said the Casper and De- Devin Sawa, Siwa, yeah. what's his name? Devin Sawa. Jojo Siwa. Yeah. Um uh that was a really big moment for a lot of little girls. He's so cute. And Christine Ricci. Mhm. So cute. What were mm-hmm. your favorites? Jurassic Park. Okay. I knew I was That's pretty much the answer. I also <laughs> like Star Wars and Indiana Jones and anything mm-hmm. I'd watch with my dad, the Rocky movies, Godfather, stuff like that. But like Jurassic Park was my jam, which then morphed as an adult. I w- I've become a very big fan of Apollo 13. Right. So. Well, the Rocky movies, you introduced me to a couple of Thanksgivings ago mm-hmm. and I became obsessed. Obsessed. I love the Rocky movies and I was like going online and like I was like looking I just kind of like assumed in my mind that everyone else was watching Rocky and discovering it for the first time so I was like why isn't Rocky trending <laughs> like I don't understand like I need people to be talking about this like I need these hot takes yeah and it's it, so good it's just me well we have seen Rocky Rocky 2 Rocky 3 mm-hmm. Rocky 4 Rocky 5 Rocky uh, Balboa uh-huh. and Creed and Creed 2 yeah. So and we watched I, them twice. No, we watched them once, but we watched them back to back that I don't know which one is which, really. Okay. Rocky, he loses. I know that one. Rocky 2, he wins. <laughs> Rocky 3, Mr. T kills his trainer. Rocky right. 4, Ivan Drago kills Apollo Creed, who's training Rocky. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And that's the one that's mostly just a montage of him working yes. out, and then he fights a Russian guy on Christmas. Yeah. Um, and people seem to love it, but it is not a good movie. It's yeah. just, it's just two montages. The, the first one was my it's favorite. Very emotional, you know. Yeah. The first one's great. I mean, they're all great. I like number three. The Mr. T is really great. Wait, who is the villain in number two? Number two's villain is Apollo Creed. Oh, right. He, okay. He, okay. Rematch. I think I, since we watched them like one after the other, like a marathon, mm-hmm. I if, assume that's just like one movie, one and two. Yeah. It's uh, It's wonderful. Yeah. And then Rocky Five is when he has the street fight with Tommy Gunn, and mm. it's like a lot about his son and stuff. Yeah, which is then Rocky, excuse me, Rocky Balboa is when we get Milo Ventimiglia. Yeah, and he's fantastic. He's one of our favorite actors yes. as a family unit. We're big <laughs> Milo Ventimiglia fans, and that one's great because Rocky comes out of retirement to fight a now boxer because they're having the super fight and it's the whole thing with the computer yeah yeah simulations and all that and it's really good i really like that one that i think it's cool. really good and that's the one with the iconic speech of uh it's not about how many times you get hit <laughs> it's about how many times you can get hit and get back up or whatever he says yeah. it's something like that do you want to know a rocky fact i recently learned yeah i already told you this but i'm gonna tell you again oh wait no it's like life's not about how hard you hit it's about how hard you could get hit and get back up. Nice. That's what it is. That was good. That's, I mean, that's a very bad Rocky. What's the Rocky fact you learned? Um, The turtles from the first movie, his pet turtles, they're still alive and he still has them. 
Oh, that's great. Sylvester Stallone still has his turtles. That's really nice. It's really nice, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah. is really nice. I wish that they and had more cameos in the movies, but... Yeah, me too. But yeah, they still uh, are alive and kicking or flipping or whatever turtles do. Turtles live 40-something years? Yeah, they live a really long time. Wow. I wonder if the turtle that I found in the woods when I was a child is still alive. I wanted to keep this box turtle, <laughs> and everybody... My mom and dad were like really wanted me to keep this box turtle because I love turtles and I would like draw pictures of the turtle. I had it for like two days. And then we like they, you know, they talk to the vet and whatever else. And it's like turtles are very full of disease and it's illegal to have them as a pet yeah. in Missouri and this and that. So I had to release the turtle into the creek where I found him. I think he's still living in that creek, having a great old time. Yeah, he probably he's probably been. pen pals with um, Sylvester Stallone's turtles. Yeah, or he's been eaten by like a bird or Maybe. something. Do birds eat turtles? Birds, I think, eat turtles. We can Google that real quick. Do birds eat turtles? I don't think I want to know this. Well, what do you think? I think some birds do, like big hungry birds. birds it says <laughs> crows prey on the western swamp turtle from Australia. Aww. I just don't like the circle of life very much. People have reported finding box turtles eating animals such as small rodents and birds. Oh, God. Okay. So it looks like the tur- turtles actually eat okay. birds. All right. So maybe you now have a super strength turtle. Turtles are alpha predators. That's what we've learned here today. Good to know. Well, Grace, I think this has been another wonderful episode <laughs> of falling in love with my wife. <laughs> You ready to shut it down? Let's shut it down. Okay. Do you have any grievances to air? Um, oh, you know, you already apologized. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You already apologized for that Zoom meeting, uh, which you don't need to apologize for. It was. Uh, I tried. I wanted you to I feel know, loved. I know. It was birthday. my worst nightmare, but um, I also really appreciated the effort you put into it. And it was not as bad as it could have been. Just in the future, remember that I hate surprises and I hate those big Zoom meetings. So. Well, it was a perfect storm. <laughs> All right. That's the episode. Email us at graceryanpodcast at gmail.com, and we will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. If you want to support the podcast, go to patreon.com slash graceryanpodcast or email us at graceryanpodcast at gmail.com. Okay, that's enough. I love you. Love you too. Bye.